This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orber. Hello everyone, yes, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness uh, Preview. Rob Orber joins me and uh, we're thankful to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, our sponsors on our Saturday Night Harness Preview show. Rob, and uh, as I say, good evening to you. I'm looking forward to a, a really good card at Milton on Saturday night. Yeah, hi Dan, hi everyone. Now at nine races uh, for this Saturday night at Melton. Looks to be a very good program once again with some nice quality horses engaged throughout the evening and we are brought uh, to everyone by the Victorian Harness Racing Club. A big thank you to uh, the team, Emmy Mazzetti, uh, Shane Glowry, uh, Mark Delray. Uh, they're all involved and they're doing a fantastic job with uh, the Victorian Harness Racing Club with the new club lounge. It's opened up and we're starting to see each week at Melton, uh, a number of the owners now starting to enjoy the facilities and it's a great time to become involved with the club and purchasing a, a social club membership as a minimum that gives you a chance to get access to that room throughout the year and of course the Victorian Harness Racing Club Super Bonus Meeting. Uh, there's also one at Charlton this Monday coming up and uh, for a small outlay to have your horse paid up gives you a chance to win an extra $1,500. You can't ask for much more. No, you can't ask for much more, um, and there are great opportunities right through the course of the year, but it's uh, important to be paid up for Enjoy the facilities, and on track as well, you get the opportunity uh, to go and enjoy those new facilities, and they are uh, quite lavish, aren't they, At uh, on track at Melton? Yeah, no doubt, Danny, and as we uh, just mentioned, uh, a number of people starting to use the facility uh, with... Uh, with great pride and, you know, I know the club throughout the year, they run a number of uh, happy hours and, and host a few different things going on in the area and uh, always a pretty special time. And also Len Baker, who, of course, one of the uh, the great people in harness racing, he celebrates his 80th birthday this week too and he's a member of the club. He does a lot of work uh, in the promotion of the club with giving out some tips there on Saturday night and we wish him a very big happy birthday too, Dan, for, for Lenny, 80 years of age this weekend. Yeah, he is a superstar, isn't he, Lenny? And still going strong, still after that elusive big collect, but maybe we'll be able to help you a little bit with some of the information uh, that we're able to pass on. Happy 80th, Len Baker. Uh, looking forward to catching up with him over the course of the weekend. All right, Rob, let's have a look. Uh, it's a good card. There's a lot of standout favourites for the night. It's, it's a night that... Uh, to be fair, I really couldn't come up with a lot of value, not within uh, winning tips. So it'll be interesting to see what you come up with. Uh, the first race, it's a 4.57 start. So we've got an early start um, and a race where there's probably two really good winning chances in Magnetic Terror and Beach Memories. And, and then you've got horses like Sweet Passion, Irvine and LB2 Chains that are certainly in the mix as well. Yeah, it certainly looks that program, doesn't it, uh, this Saturday night? The favourite runners seem to be uh, having a, a dominance on most of these races. Uh, I was a little bit like you. Uh, normally we can say we can find plenty of value. I'm not sure whether we can this weekend, but let's work our way through it. Look, uh, race one, I have tip number five, uh, which is Magnetic Terror, who's certainly been a, a horse at... Look, possesses plenty of ability, um, was able to uh, find uh, the lead last time, was... Uh, didn't go hard early, 31-7, 29-8, and sprinted home 28-3, 27-1. Was run down by Knights Templar. Second up from a bit of a break. 
the horse should be fitter, and because of the barrier draw, I still feel he's the horse to run down here, Magnetic Terror. Even though there's been discussions that maybe he's not as good in front, I think he'll be pressing forward here, and he'll be hard to, to beat. 11 Beach Memories, a high-quality uh, pacer, as we know. She's a four-year-old mare. She's won 10 from 32, joining Emma Stewart's stable, and was very good winning at Melton on the 3rd of June when she uh, had to go around the field. Uh, this is uh, up up in distance a bit uh, for this race here, uh, back to the middle distance of 22.40 compared to its win over the sprint course last time. She looks the obvious danger. I thought 9LB2 chains, I keep sort of pushing for him. I think he's ready to win. I think he's the each way bet in the race. Um, I, I don't think he'll be far away. He certainly... I don't think we can drop off him. His last few runs, I think, have been really solid. So 5-11 and then 9. And then there's a wall of them there for 4th for and 5th. I mean, you touched on a few of them. I thought 3-0 Uncle Jim could be an improver. 6-Sweet Passion, 7 Irvine. And, of course, number 10 B. Little, who ran on really well last time. But, look, 5-11 and 11 predominantly from 9. And then there's a wall of them there, 3-6-7 and 10. Yeah, I've tipped uh, 5, 11, 6 and 9 in the first there are first four seeded pools again. The, the tab have been chipping in $1,500 uh, to seed each of the uh, races uh, for the last couple of weeks, and they're doing it again this week as well. And the pools have been uh, pretty attractive, Rob, so uh, keep that in mind when you're structuring your bets tomorrow night. A little bit of extra money, but it's also creating even extra money within the first four pools, all races at Melton on Saturday night. Race number two, and this is the uh, download the tab app today. Trot the first event is the Sulky Dot app, the future of four metropolitan pace. So they've come on board as terrific sponsors, Sulky Dot app, and it's well worth having a look at their uh, at their website and and get involved with the get involved with the information that they distribute as well. Race two. Uh, the three year old fillies dominate the market here in uh, four Elderberry and Miley and three Glamour Stride. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to call Alda Baron Miley winning at Yarra Valley uh, on the 5th of June. Uh, wow, she was that impressive. She just worked around and sat up in the breeze, travelled strongly, and you could sort of see 600 from home. She was going to take uh, a power of holding out, and she just uh, zoomed past Gardena Ronda and, and went away for a very impressive win. On the strength of that performance, I'm sticking with her. We've got to remember... Back on the 31st of December, Vic Bread final night, she was third in the final behind Rocking With Attitude and Valerie Lane, and I think she's come back bigger and stronger. I think she'll be very hard to beat. Even though I don't think she's got the early gate speed here, I think she's going to have to do some work in the race to be winning it. Look, three Glamour Stride, who's a, a lovely filly in the Chris Lang stable. She's coming along really well. She's by Muscle Hill. She's won uh, two from five to date, was runner-up behind Satin Stride last time. Uh, she'll be improved again by that run. I'm expecting her to be the danger. I thought eight better Irish Luck, who we know is a very, very smart mare. She's uh, come out of three-year-old company last uh, season, and then she's had three runs this time in for a first, second, and finished down the track in the stand last time. She's drawn awkwardly inside uh, the second row, but Mick Blackmore and James Herbertson have a great combination, and I'm sure she'll run well, bit of Irish luck. And six, Whizbang Dan, you sort of go through the front row. I, I actually think he's probably the, the, the leader. I, I think he can get across here from barrier six, and and for that reason, he's going to be well poised, and, and it is uh, over the sprint trip. So if we're looking for some value there for trifectas and, and first fours, uh, in particular with those uh, jackpots, I think six whiz-bang-dan needs to go in. So four, three, eight, and six for mine. 
my selections, four on top. Um, we've got a, two Group 1 placings at the last four starts behind Rockin' with Attitude. It's got to be good form, doesn't it, Rob? And two wins either side of those races. Glamour Stride, lightly raced, but she's progressing in the right direction. Got plenty of time for a bit of Irish Lucky. Just forget that last start performance. And I think Leanne Leanne back to a mobile. She can improve at her best. She'd be very competitive here. Four, three, eight, and 10 in race number two. Race three. Uh, race in a club dear to your heart, the Melton Central's uh, football and netball club uh, trot. Rob, the scratching here is number seven, uh, Egret. And I know you've got a big night organised um, and a fundraiser for your uh, football club on uh, at Melton Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to it, Dan. We've got just under 200 people, a lot of kids coming along. Uh, we try to do our best to... Uh, introduce some of the local families to uh, to the harness racing venue and I know they always look forward to, to getting out there and we've got plenty happening. I know Karen Manning's been kind enough. She's going to be joining us as well after uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow night to do a little uh, interview uh, with her wonderful honour throughout the week uh, receiving that uh, Order of Australia medal, uh, which is a fantastic uh, result uh, and a great um, ambassador she is. And we'll be introducing her to all of our families and kids. And we've got silent auctions, live auctions. We've got the lot. I might have to come and sell you a few raffle tickets throughout the night. So if you're out there tomorrow night at Melton, make sure you drop in and buy a few raffle tickets. But the Melton Central's footy and netball club, they're, they're great... Um, uh, host or they turn up at, at the venue quite often throughout the year. We run about three or four major functions there and I know the senior club have a lot of meetings there with their players. So um, they put a lot back into the sport and, and the venue uh, and the industry also support the club, which is fantastic to see. And hopefully we can pick the winner of the race and I think it'll be very hard to go past RC Phoenix, number six. Um, he's uh, a lovely horse, Ashley Haynes and the team. Uh, who own this horse and bred, uh, must be having a fantastic time at the moment with Chris Finozio, who's absolutely flying. Uh, he's won five from 17, three starts his campaign for three wins. He'll make it four tomorrow night, and he should just continue on his merry way. He's going all the way to top-class RC Phoenix. Nine Aldebaran keeper, four-year-old mare for Brent Lilly and Chris Alford, just resuming from a little break. Uh, we know she's a, a very smart mare. She's a winner of over $100,000. Uh, she's kept fresh. I think she'll be sprinting home really strongly at the finish. They clearly dominate the race. Outside of those, two Royal Charlotte. Five, uh, which is Golden Sunset. And number eight, which is Tipsy Turvy, have all got place chances. But six, clearly on top from nine. And then two, five and eight. Yeah, six on top. Uh, RC Phoenix uh, can make his own luck. He's gone to another level this prep. Elderbaran Keeper, she's first up from a break, but, uh, you know, last preparation, we didn't see her at her best. But if you go on the preparation before, she'll be much closer in the market. So um, just keep an eye on Elderbaran Keeper because she's the best of her is capable of really testing RC Phoenix. Eight tipsy turvy, five golden sunset, six, nine, eight, and five in the third. Rob race four is the woodland stud, Noopy Kios Trotters free for all. Uh, what a fantastic young trotter he was, Noopy Kios. He was probably as exciting a young trotter as that I can recall in my time and his association with Barry Alford and, and Chris Alford. It was an amazing horse. And this is a good race. Yeah, it is a fantastic race. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Noopy Kiosi certainly uh, created a lot of interest uh, just from his name alone and then obviously he had those uh, 
uh, quirky traits, didn't he, where he used to do things wrong and make up so much ground and, and it was always an anticipation whether he was going to trot all the way through, but he was a very exciting horse and uh, certainly the name uh, brought a lot to the game as well and we certainly remember him from his wonderful uh, performances at Mooney Valley days. This is a great race. Um, a race that I'm really going to sit back and just enjoy watching. Uh, I think a few things against some of these horses uh, is probably the sprint trip and even a horse like Ultimate Stride, who's had two tries over the sprint course and yet to finish a place. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's a really good horse. It's come back well. But Barry Seven's still going to challenge him a little bit. Um, look, I've tipped him on top. I, I won't be rushing in to have a bet here, um, but I, I'm, I think he's still the horse to hold out. We've got some... Exciting horses coming through. We've got three Courage Stride, which is the stable mate. Uh, gets a nice draw. Third run back from a spell. We know he's going to be pushing forward. He'll be in a good spot. Four Harry Stamper, who's also a, a trotter that's got a huge future ahead of him. He's had two runs back now from a break. He, he'll be getting close to the peak fitness. And probably the value runner for mine if I was going to have a little nibble, is number five, Bullion Harry. I mean, I think he might be the forgotten horse in the race. He's won 10 from 33. He's won two times over the sprint course. Uh, we know he's had a couple of runs back in recent times and just getting fitter. And uh, he just might be the one that's just parked off the speed here. And if they do go crazy up front, they're all trying to knock each other off. He might be the, the blowout chance. So he might be the little value bet in the race. But seven, three, four. And then five, and then I haven't mentioned Vacation Hill, who we know is a very talented mare. She's first up. She trolled recently at Melton. Uh, look, she went okay, but I've seen her go better. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I, I actually wasn't sure whether she was going to start. Not sure Andy was happy enough with Vacation Hill, so I've worked around her. I, I think Ultimate Stride Hard Fit just still might have that edge on Harry Stamper, Rob. So seven from four, but Harry Stamper, I think he's right up there. He can develop into one of the better trotters if he's not already in, in Victoria. Uh, three Courage Stride, Bullion Harry, the others. So seven, four, three, and five. Uh, Rob, there's a number of uh, specials that uh, are exclusive on TAB this weekend, and they're national. Uh, you can take a multi. This is actually pretty attractive, really, when you think about it. You can get any three of the four to win. So if you put this bet on, three of the four win you collect at a price of $2.50. They are Ultimate Stride, Raw for Roscoe, Danamora, and in Cypher. So there's four horses there. Three of them have to win, and you get a price of $2.50. Um, so I think they're all going to be right up there as top. I've tipped them all on top, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people will. So that might be worth exploring on the tab side. Also, uh, there's a special for Kate Gath to drive either two-plus winners, three-plus winners, or four-plus winners. And there are different prices for each uh, option there. And there's a mix-in with uh, the footy and better isolate to win. You can get $2.80 for Jack Rewalt uh, to kick two goals or more in a better isolate to win. So uh, these bets will be open post-scratchings around 10 a.m. Saturday morning. So a few options there, and I think it's important that those sort of options, A, are available, and B, um, that we're getting that information passed on to us to give the opportunity for people to get involved uh, in those uh, crossover bet promotions, Rob. Yeah, God, well, look, uh, there's some new initiatives there and it certainly uh, creates a lot of interest. And as you said, uh, you know, th those uh, th those horses and, and drivers and, and, and the multis uh, mixed with the footy um, all provide some uh, some value there. And, yeah, look, it's a, it's a good way to get involved, no doubt. 
Race uh, number five. So this is the first leg of the quaddy, the big screen company pace. Uh, better isolate one of the horses we were talking about amongst uh, some of those uh, betting uh, offerings uh, on the tab is going to run the favourite here um, for a horse that run third last start. Gee whiz, he looked pretty fast, didn't he, in defeat behind Hurricane Harley? Yeah, and I suppose dollar ninety at the moment on tab. Uh, I don't know. Looks attractive to mine. Um, I'm not sure what your thoughts are, but I, I just feel like he's clearly the horse to beat. I know he probably won't come out of the gate and he's probably going to need to come from back in the field, but my eyes don't lie. What I saw of him last time, uh, he was just phenomenal uh, in the way he chased from back in the field behind Hurricane Harley. Uh, the sectional times were uh, out of this world and even though he steps up to uh, the middle distance here of the 2240, um, and he might get back in the field. I just feel like he's going to be running on very, very hard and very fast. I think he'll be winning. Three, where's the gold? He's a very progressive horse. He's only had the 22 starts for the 10 wins. Uh, he, he's uh, trolled uh, leading up to this. Uh, Emma Stewart, Mark Pitt drives. Obviously, punters believe he might be the leader in the race and, and take uh, plenty of running down, which will probably be the, be the case. But I still feel like the better isolate can get him. Uh, nine, Seb's choice, I think, can improve. Uh, he's a much better horse than what his form reads, and he might uh, need the run, but he'll be running on. And I've put in number seven, Yam Bucky, and just ahead of Cobber. But five on top from three, and then nine, seven, six. Yeah, no doubt he's a horse going places better isolate. He's been a, a difficult horse for Matt Craven uh, to work with, but he's got plenty of ability and um, he gets his opportunity here. Third, well, he's second up from a break. He had a couple of months between runs and I thought he was terrific uh, last time. So I think he's the one to beat. Where's the gold? Uh, very good, um, no doubt. Most of his form has been in Tasmania through last prep, but he won a Group 1 race uh, and is in the right stable. And Yem Buckian, I'm not excluding Yem Buckian. I know it's a, it's a difficult draw, but uh, he comes out of the same races, better isolate. And, and Cobber also uh, going so well. Five, three, seven, and six in the first leg of the quaddy, but a bit like you, I thought better isolate uh, stood out. Race uh, six, Rob, as we go through the uh, the Victoria Harness Racing Club uh, sponsored Saturday night harness preview for Melton, and it's the Sulky Dot app, the future of form, metropolitan pace. And uh, this race, now look, I found this race uh, a little. Tricky to work out because of Holy Basil. When I initially looked at the price, he seemed um, more generous of a price than I thought. Uh, you can give us an idea of perhaps how he's trialled and why he's opened that price. He hasn't raced for a long time, but it's just unusual for a Dean Braun-trained horse to open up such good odds, particularly one, even though it was a while ago, his last start, he did run third to catch a wave. Yeah, look, he's a he's a very good horse. Um, he he's he's he looks attractive odds, doesn't he? At uh, at the moment, I mean, look, he's had the one trial. He trialed well, and look, he'll he'll probably need the run. But I just think you can't ignore quality, and you can't ignore what he's done in the past. And um, you know, Dean wouldn't have him at the track unless he thought he was forward enough to run a very good race. I'm tipping eight, Sly Terror. I think, again, like last week, he, he's going to need a lot to go his way. He's just got an awkward draw, but he, he's bursting to win again. Um, he's in very good form and he's racing well. He just needs the brakes to go his way. I've tipped him on top. Ahead of four, Holly Basil. I'm certainly not ignoring this horse. He's won seven from ten. You, you mentioned, you know, look at his form. He, he's chased home catch a wave last time, beating 11 metres. That was in the... Um, 
the Tontine series and uh, look, he, he's uh, he's a very good horse and uh, I'm expecting him to run a good race first up and I'm not dismissing him as a winning chance. 11 rule from Roscoe, outstanding win first up. Uh, I really thought he was going to be in a bit of trouble over the, 20, over the 1,200, but he just proved far too good and he's come back really well after a fantastic campaign last time round. And uh, number two, Foolish Pleasure, who hasn't had a lot of luck of recent times, can be an improver. Eight, four, 11 and two. I've tipped, uh, put Royal Ferrosco on top. I've got a lot of respect for Holy Basil. 11, 4, 8 and 7. Race 7, congratulations, Karen Manning, OAM Pace. Yeah, what a great thrill for Karen and deservedly so. I think she's much loved and it's great to see her honoured in that way. She actually drives number 3 here, which is Major Mel, uh, but the favourite will be Dana Mora, who's unbeaten in four starts in Australia. Yeah, hard to see uh, her not winning again, Dana Mora. She's just in terrific form. Great win last time, a 156.2 mile road over the 22.40. And uh, she's got different options on how to be driven, but I, I still feel uh, whichever way uh, uh, Kate uh, decides to drive, and especially in those uh, little bets from, from the tab two plus winners, I think uh, that could be a good bet for Kate for sure. I think Dana Mora can win. I think four. Ira Paul wasn't a bad effort last time, maybe driven a little bit more conservative with the trail will allow uh, Ira Paul finishing off a bit better. I think, too, what did you say? Could be a, a good run first up here. Uh, this horse won the Wanger at a cut back in March. Uh, Charlie Mizzy does a fantastic job with his team. Jackie Barker to drive. I'm expecting him to run a really good race first up and one Zubri from the draw. So six, four, two and one for race number seven. Yeah, Danamora on top. Zubri going so well. He's meeting stronger opposition than what he was going around as a 25-to-1 shot two and three starts ago. Robert, he gets the good draw to trail through. Four, Ira Paul, seven, Ilac Beach. Ilac Beach, I'm, I'm not discounting here. It's just the draw. I'm not sure where uh, he'll end up. But I think he's got the ability to be able to win this race. Don't discount him. Good to see Olivia Wheaton back coming back from Tassie to have a drive on Ilac Beach as well. Six, one, four, seven, Rob, race seven. Uh, the eighth event is one of the features. It's the Allied Express. Cinderella Stakes, $30,000 race in Cypher to run favourite. Emma Stewart with three really good mares. Yeah, very keen here on Petalont. Uh, I, I think she can win this race. Uh, I think she'll press forward and I think she's some chance of maybe even working to the top. And um, if that happens and even if she ends up in the 1-1, I, I still feel like she, she's going to be really hard to beat here. I, I loved her run last time when finishing fourth. I think she's got... Uh, Probably the advantage of the draws, believe it or not, and, and I, I think she's got uh, Mark Pitt's got some um, some options to, to 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 pull the trigger depending which way he decides. But I think she can cause a bit of an upset here. The six ahead of seven in Cipher, who's uh, an absolute star. She's going to have to really earn this win um, if she's going to win it. Four Beach Life, who had its chance last time uh, when uh, going around against some of these mares by leading and wasn't good enough on that occasion. So maybe a trail's up for grabs here for Beach Life. And I think uh, Monomia, she's absolutely flying at the moment. I think she's a chance of maybe sneaking into the first fours. But six, seven, four and eight. Uh, my thoughts, I've put uh, Encypher on top of Petion. I, I don't expect much between them. Petion's a very fast beginner, so the advantage may well be with her if she's able to lead. Uh, tips are 7, 6, 4 and 3. Heavenly Charm, another mare who's been in terrific form. And good luck with your two, Nikki Nana and Monomia. Big, big thrill to have them both in, the, in a $30,000 race, Rob. And uh, that's uh, race number 8. Okay, the last event's the Western Ford Pace. It's over the 1,200 metres. Mustang is the scratching number six. What are your thoughts? 
Uh, look, I've uh, gone back to my old friend Batman Barry. <laughs> um, he's he's drawn uh, outside the front, which I don't think is a bad draw for Batman Barry. Uh, I think he he's got a really good chance of winning this race. Uh, how he gets driven, not one hundred percent sure myself. I don't think any of us really understand these twelve hundred meter races at the moment. It keeps confusing us. Uh, sometimes you think they're going to go forward and they go back, and when you think they're going back, they're going forward. So I'm really not sure what what he's going to do with Batman Barry, but whichever way he goes, I, I think he can run well. Eight Delvey Robin doesn't really know how to run a bad race. I think the sneaky improver could be El Boston. I, 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 he was terrible first up. I thought his run last time was not bad. I just wonder whether they're going to turn him loose because I think the night they turn him loose, he, he, he just might run them off their feet. This could be the race. He might be value. And five, Sir Chow, who's going well, but he can't afford to not go away with him at the start. So nine, eight, seven, big watch, five. Yeah, well, maybe on a night where it's hard to find the value, well, Boston may well be it because he could certainly lead the race and give a good sight. I've I've tipped Batman Barry as well, Rob. He, he looks the class factor in the race with Delvey Robin, 9-8-5, Sir Chow, lightly race progressive. And I think you made a case for El Boston and he could well be the improver. Uh, I'll make it nine eight five seven in the last. Okay, what about your best bets? I'm going to go for Petalont in race eight, uh, number six. I, I think she can cause a bit of an upset here against Encipher. I think she's a big chance of finding the top, and uh, she just might be uh, really hard to run down over the 1700. So uh, we'll tip, make her the best. Uh, certainly got a lot of respect for Aldebaran Miley from what I saw at Yarra Valley. She was super impressive winning, uh, uh, and I think race two, she looks really hard to beat as well. So uh, I'll go with them two as my uh, my two best for the night, but it's a very good program and some high-quality horses engaged. No doubt. And I like Elderberry and Miley. My best bet's race two, number four, Elderberry and Miley. Race four, number seven, Ultimate Stride. But on a night where it's not difficult to make uh, a number of best bets, there are a few short price favourites that will probably end up getting shorter if they each keep winning through the course of the night. Rob, thank you. Enjoy your night um, with the Melton Central's Football and Netball Club. And I hope you make uh, plenty of money there. And I'm sure the whole team will have a wonderful night at Melton. Yeah, happy harnessing everyone and good punting.